Hello and welcome to The Shindig with Rubicon Heritage and Red River Archaeology. Rubicon is very excited to announce that we will be excavating the new M28 motorway ahead of construction, and we are delighted to be working with TVOS Ireland. My name is Tanaya Jurgensen, and today I spoke with two project archaeologists, Ken Hanley from Transport Infrastructure Ireland and Ed Line from Cork County Council, about what we're looking forward to on the site. My name's uh, Ken Hanley and I'm the uh, an archaeologist with TII, that's Transport Infrastructure Ireland. And my, my general role would be to oversee all archaeological aspects of the national road programs and light rail programs in County Cork. And I'm the project archaeologist uh, on the M28 projects assigned by uh, TII. On that project, my role is to ensure that all the commitments made in the approval of the scheme by onboard Pernola are, are adhered to and that all the archaeological works are done in compliance with the code uh, of practice for archaeology that was agreed with what is now the Department of Housing, Local Government and Heritage and with the uh, Transport Infrastructure Ireland. My name is Ed Lyon. I'm currently the resident archaeologist with Cork County Council, specifically with the Roads Design Office. So I work on various road projects alongside roads engineers, which is an interesting position for an archaeologist. It gives me insights into what they they do and uh, an understanding of, of these projects and they also, from my side, gain uh, insights into how archaeology needs to work in these schemes. Um, it's kind of a, a useful role to help smooth the ways in um, archaeology on road parts. And so then can you tell us a bit about the M28 project? Okay, well, look. So the existing M28 road runs in the Bloomfield Exchange on the South Wing Road in Cork. It then travels south towards Cargline Town before turning east to the village of Ringskiddy. And this uh, road has quite a big task to fulfil. It services the ever-expanding town of Cargline itself and the village of Ringskiddy. It also serves uh, the vast array of uh, strategically important industries in the East Cork Harbour area. Uh, it also serves the Burt Port of Cork facility at Ringskiddy and anybody who's travelled from Ringskiddy to, to France will be familiar with that scheme. So all in all, the existing uh, N28 road is, is a very busy road. It's predominantly a single carriage road and it's, it's just simply un, unfit for its purpose. And anyone who has driven along the existing road at Russia in particular will know that it suffers from significant congestion uh, and that can lead to considerable delays and queuing at peak times and so on. So clearly the road does not have the capacity to cater for current traffic volumes, uh, not to mention expected future traffic volumes. So the proposed M28 project aims to solve these problems by developing a proper road infrastructure built to modern design standards. So the M28 Corkland City project itself will principally comprise roughly about 11 kilometres of main motorway from Bloomfield to the town on the Barnahili, and roughly a kilometre and a half of uh, single carriageway, what they call protected road, uh, from Barnahili to east of Ringeskiddy. Uh, there'll also be a proposed service area located in the port of Corklands that will primarily serve as, you know, as a kind of a refueling uh, station and an area for uh, a rest area for commercial vehicles. So that's that's the project. The, the designing of the, the project 
uh, certainly of this nature and size involves many stages and, and stakeholders. From the early design stages, uh, multiple route options uh, are considered and each option is then considered in terms of you know, engineering, socioeconomic, environmental and a raft of other considerations and including potential impacts on cultural heritage. And from this cluster of possible route options, a preferred route alignment is then identified uh, as the best fit route. Given the nature and scale of the Antonia project, the preferred route uh, was the subject of an environmental impact assessment. And the assessment, amongst other impacts, identified potential impacts on cultural heritage, uh, which include archaeological heritage and architectural heritage. So the assessment also set out how these potential impacts would be uh, would be addressed, uh, both in advance of construction and if there are any residual impacts at construction stage itself. And the details of the proposed scheme, including details of what lands were needed for construction, were presented at an oral hearing and ultimately decided upon by Ambo Panola. And Ambo Panola approved the scheme in, in June 2018. So then in December last, 2021, uh, Rubicon Heritage Services Limited were awarded a, a quality-based tender following an open tender competition. And their role, as you know, is to undertake archaeological investigations on behalf of Crockham Council and TII uh, along the footprint of the scheme as part of the advanced works prior to the M28 project. So that's it in a, in a nutshell. Ed, why are archaeologists needed on site? I suppose, to put it simply, um, all large-scale developments nowadays and infrastructural projects have archaeological impacts, of course, and, and the job of con- consultant archaeologists is to mitigate that, generally by fully documenting what is found, if it can't be avoided, um, by excavating the archaeology and publishing the knowledge gained. So we are no different here. Um, there will be impacts on previously unknown archaeological sites as a result of the construction of the road and the archaeologists are here to identify those areas of interest as early in the process as possible and to document those and excavate them and then to report and publish the results. So what are your hopes for the project? I suppose at a, at a, at a high end in terms of management, a uh, significant part of the project involves risk management and that includes archaeology and again, at the highlight, my, my hope and project would be kind of twofold, really. Uh, one is that the scheme is, is fully investigated and any sites of cultural heritage significance are fully preserved by record and uh, properly and to a high standard of quality um, and sufficiently advanced construction works. So that's the, the business end on site in terms of making sure it's all done properly and all uh, adheres to the commitments made to board and all that. Uh, but as an archaeologist, I would also hope that the project would uh, benefit society by giving new insights into the archaeology of the region. So it's that word of dual hat, uh, one in terms of project management, uh, but the other is an archaeologist. Ed, then what part of the scheme are you most looking forward to? It's hard to narrow it down, really. Um, already at testing stage, it's going to be fascinating to see what kind of archaeology is going to show up. Then at, at full excavation stage, we're going to get a much fuller idea of what we've found. And then in post-excavation stage, we will get the specialist results and dates and so on. And that will ultimately give us the kind of concrete details that will be used to interpret the archaeology of the scheme and form a a digestible story. So I think in their own way, each each stage from here on is really going to be quite exciting and quite interesting. So sorry for the broad answer, but I'm looking forward to all of it. (laughs) Brilliant stuff. And we're we're looking forward to working with you guys throughout the, the coming year. Absolutely. It should be great.